0: everybody you're kicking it with the homeboys and the homeboys podcast where we talk everything in the world of real estate investing whether you're just getting started or a seasoned vet we're gonna give you over 40 years of combined real estate experience to help you on your investing journey today we've got a very exciting show we are bringing our producer Bryce from behind the camera on to the homeboys set to talk about what it's like working here and things that he didn't know about real estate that now he does and things that he still has some questions about you know about uh, a younger person investing in real estate what it looks like and hey we'll ask him what it's like kicking it with the homeboys as well So, well, without further ado my other homeboy bryce how we doing pretty good pretty good um like i have said before
1: i'm used to being on the other side of the cameras but it is it is refreshing to be on the other side sometimes. you're a lot better
0: looking than scott so like well, this is uh you know it's it's a <laughs> upgrade it's a little bit <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well for all those that are you know we have a lot of regular listeners scotty is out his mom um you know had a uh you know a bad car accident so everybody out there that listens to the homeboys, if you could you know say a prayer for for his mom Sherry we'd greatly appreciate that so Scotty's helping uh, helping her she's in the hospital right now she has been for the last few days uh so we're thinking of Scotty um but you know what we're uh, we're cranking along in here and uh it's where i'm honored to have to be able to come to work every day with someone as talented as bryce appreciate that uh, he produces our our show and he's a lot smarter than scotty and i (laughs) and it's just uh it's good to have you here man it's good to be here and you said a lot smarter but
1: that's where kind of what we're talking about you guys are a lot smarter about these things that we're going to talk about i
0: think it's important to to realize that there are differences in generation to generation. Oh my gosh. You know, it's just yes. it's, it's 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 something that is so unique, you know, where, you know, our generation you know, things were just it was just different. Let's just call it call it what it is. Me and Scotty grew up without the internet. You know, we uh you know, we grew up uh You know, without cell phones, can't even imagine. imagine We went through. You know, we went through. uh, I went through college. They were out whenever I was in college. But I I got my first cell phone when I was out of college. So it's just a lot different, you know. But we look at some of the stuff that you do, and it's one of my most fun things I do whenever I get into the office. Mm -hmm. Is go into your office and you know see all the things that you're doing. That is like completely a different language (laughs) uh, to me that I would have no idea, but. You know, I know then your perspective, is you know, well, you've you're, these two homeboys have done this for a very long time, and you know we're real estate experts. But you know, Scotty, they're like, you know what? Anybody can do this. It's not that difficult. You know, it's and I think that's what our message is all about: is hey, it doesn't doesn't have to be that hard. We could do this.
1: And I think, and that's actually one of the things I wanted to talk about. Um, You know, before this job, I always looked at real estate investing as something you do once you have a lot of money. So I never really thought about it being for just the average Joe. I thought that was kind of like at the end of your, you know, financial career. Once you have enough, then you can start, but it's just, Mm -hmm. it's not that at all.
0: Anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's the beginning of a means to an end, really. You know, it's, it's something that, you know, you, you we get greeted with a lot of pessimism. You know, with our podcast, especially from uh, people about your age. You know, that that say, "Oh my gosh, you know, there's no way, you know, you could do this or that." And I don't know. I, I you know, I really challenge um, everyone, but especially that younger generation. You know, step outside of your comfort zone. I mean, we're not saying that anybody can do it to try to sell you something. You know, or, or it's, it's it, you really can. It was different and you know scotty got started in the late 90s i got started you know um you know 2001 and you know it was different back then there was a lot of foreclosures properties were cheaper um there was 100 uh, percent financing on investment property and we were putting it on on credit cards <laughs> um but there's still lots of other things out there that uh, that 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 exist today that make it possible to 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 get into real estate.
1: I think a big part of the generation thing of people being kind of negative about it, I think they're just naive and they don't no one taught them this. Mm-hmm. So cuz before this job like really the only retirement thing you know, I knew about was 401k and stuff like that. I never really thought of real estate being an avenue or a vehicle of your retirement, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of it has to do with people just aren't taught it. So when they're told, you know, like they see a clip of ours or something, mm-hmm. it's just completely just foreign to them. So they're like, "I don't. What are you talking about? That's not possible." And just go to that mindset
0: right away. Correct. And you know, there's. There's lots of different ways. We preach, you know, ways that are available to the masses. So a lot of the content that we have out there, a lot of the the message that we have is save for your first property, Um, you know, it'd be 20%, you know, down payment on a property, save for that, Um, you know, then stabilize that, that first property after the tenant is in there and, you know, you've given it, you know, give it some time, save again, add another property that is just that is a way that is available to the masses. However, there's lots of other options. Um, there's a company that we've had some of our clients work with that um, do 90 percent um, loan to cost. Wow! And that is your know, purchase price um, and your rehab cost. You know, all in there, which makes it a lot more attainable. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of private. Um uh, people that um, that invest in real estate where you can get a hundred percent you know from a hard money source that you could do. and then the thing that i that I really recommend to 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 everyone out there is you know make your home that where you live your investment. it's you know it's pretty you know very easy to attain uh, in doing that, where you know. Three percent down gets you into an fHA mortgage, and then you get the proration of taxes because taxes are paid in arrears you know it ends up being about two two and a half percent you know to to get in to get into it um you know live there um you know for several years and then you know turn it into a rental property um you know, and that's something that we did on our, on our um our show not too long ago where I said some of my biggest mistakes were selling my own. My own properties and people are like, well, you gotta, you, you gotta use the equity in your home to go to get move to another one. one. Right. Well, yeah, I get that. But if you go into it with that being your plan, you know, then things change. I mean, and that's, and it's a very easy, you know, easy plan, you know, and I, I, I consider myself a real estate expert, but you know, I look backwards and Man, I missed the, I missed the mark on a lot of my personal homes, and I'm trying to tell people not to do that.
1: Well, it's funny too cuz why would you be telling people that if it's not true? Like what are you getting out of it trying to tell people, "Listen, that first house you buy, like you said, don't just take the equity out equity mm-hmm. out to get the next one. Keep that mindset of once you save up for your first down payment of your house, your first house, Keep saving as if you're going to get another house because you were already able to do it the first time. Why can't you keep doing it? You know, and that's kind of one of the things I like um, wrote down is that to be financially successful, there's not you know just action like solid action steps that you take. There's not like a to z. You know, Mm -hmm. you go a then b then c. There are some steps to take, but the whole time you have to keep the mindset like. I just working at this job. I've learned that it's all about mindset. It's not about um, you know how much money you can save. It's how you how you save your money and and that kind of aspect.
0: It is mindset, and you know we live in a we live in a world today where um, these real estate gurus on social media and different podcasts. um, It's you know it seems like that that's sexy information and that people you know, should flock to it because oh well, that guy's saying that and he's got a he's he's driving a uh you know a Bentley or you know? right. that guy's saying it and you know he's putting a five million dollar addition onto his house, which that's that's one of those gurus I actually saw a clip where <laughs> really? he's putting a five million dollar addition on his house. And of
1: course he has to tell people about correct, it. Correct he's
0: gotta tell people about it. <laughs> you know, that's not what real estate investing, you know, you know that's that's not what we're saying. You know, we're saying make conservative sound decisions and it's amazing what a ten year window you know, we'll do, you know, it's amazing. And that's
1: the thing is ten, the 10 year part, people are looking to make money quickly and this will not make you money quickly. So that's no. why I, th- it's, I think it's just a good, good thing to compare it to like a 401k. So don't just be putting all your money into a 401k and think, okay, well, I'll be fine. I'll retire, do different versions of that. Mm-hmm. And I just never thought of real estate being a vehicle like that. And I I think a lot of it has to do with people do just want that fast money. So when they hear, "Oh, ten years from now I'll finally," what do you mean? Like, it's better than not doing anything.
0: I mean, well, it is, and you know, I mean, I can, I can show people a path to being a millionaire in real estate uh, very easily. You know, within fifteen years. You know, and you get a lot of pushback like fifteen years. Well, I want to enjoy you know life now. Well, you know what. I enjoyed my life a great deal during that fifteen-year ramp up that, that 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 I was going through. I'm not saying, you know, um, go eat off, you know, go eat ramen noodles, right. you know, every every meal, and don't go have fun. I'm not I'm not saying that, you know. But it, if you know a fifteen-year window, I mean that works for me. I'm in my mid forties. I mean, I think a fifteen-year window works for people that are fifty-five. Um, you know, I, I I understand if 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 you're 75 years old and getting started in real estate investing. You know, if you're not, if you're doing it for for your own personal wealth at that point, doesn't make a lot of sense. If you're doing it for generational wealth and giving real estate to your kids or your grandkids, still makes sense. But you know, that 15 year window, I mean, it goes by really quickly. And you hear Scotty and I talk uh, because Scotty and I are about the same age. You know, I felt like I was your age a couple of years ago. Right. You know, it goes exceptionally fast, exceptionally fast. You know, and for 15 years, you know, if you were to buy a house, you know, every other year, you know, so you bought one in year one, year three, year five, year seven, year nine, year 11, year 13, year 15, and you were to keep all of those homes, you're done. You're good. You know you're not working anymore. You know you 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 will have had you know half of those houses will have been paid off, and the other ones will be paid off. You know, um, you know, continuing you know on a short time period moving forward. And yes, you're you're a millionaire. I'm talking about buying one you know home every every two years. Which is totally doable, and it's totally doable, especially if you start out. You know, you can do your first if you're going to live in it. You know, with very little money. You know, out of out of out of your pocket. You know, put a little sweat equity into it. I mean, who the heck can't paint? You know, everyone can paint. You know, um, you know, move into it that way, and then you know, work towards getting your second property because you didn't spend that much on the on the on the first property. You know, you look at it; it just adds up. I'll, I'll give you a great for example, and the only reason I know about this is because I just had a tenant turn on it earlier this week, but. I own this property on the west side of uh, Indianapolis. Great uh, great neighborhood. Um, in 2005, I paid $95,000 for it. And today, it is worth $295,000. And I've got one year left on... On paying that, and I, th- that house is a little important to me because it's in an LLC for one of my daughters, and that's what it's all about for me is, is creating you know wealth for my kids um, at this point. but I had a, I had a, I had a tenant in it before this tenant. I had a tenant in it for ten years, and I never heard anything about it, so it's, it wasn't work. you know I'm not saying you every property you're going to get you're going to get a 10 year tenant you're not you know but but I haven't done anything. You know, you're just making cash flow. You no, know, just <laughs> cash flow, and you know, I mean, and 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 the the mortgage being paid down. You know, I I kind of you know, you kind of forget about them. They're your babies that you forget about. You know, and you forget about it, and then you know, you you have a tenant turn, and you you pull your online statement, and you're like, wow, you got three hundred grand. <laughs> you know, just because I purchased a property and set on it, right? Just set on it. You didn't have to didn't have to do much. You know, we're we are a property management company here, but there are lots of good property management companies out there across the country that you can have them, you know, do all the all the heavy lifting on it, and just just receive a check and let them let them do it all. That's another big thing that I learned about working here is um,
1: turnkey or turnkey companies. Never even heard of it. Never even thought that would be a thing. I thought that if you wanted to have um, a rental property, that you have to be the landlord. Mm -hmm. You have to manage everything. You have to know what to do because there's a lot of parts of the house that a lot of people don't know, you know? Like, not everyone's a plumber. Not everyone's an electrician. So just when I found out that you can... You know, pay some pay someone a down payment, and then there's property management fees, and you know, of course, right. Um, but it is just those fees are so worth it.
0: Well, and the, the, those fees are are taking out of your of your rents. You know, if you're gonna have a property management company, find a good company that's not charging you a monthly minimum, and then they have to work to be able to get paid, right? You know, so let's talk about the bad side of turnkey. You know, some of the negative comments that people get on turnkey is like, well, you you if you go turnkey, you don't have as much equity in the property as you would if you did it all on yourself. True. You will not have as much equity if you do it yourself, but everything has to go right with you doing it by Correct. yourself. You yeah. know, it has to go it has to go right. If you're doing all the work yourself, you're a jack of all trades. Yes. You will not have as much equity going turnkey as you would if you were the one in there fixing it. However, what you do get, um there are legitimate turnkey companies across the across the nation. You know, you get a property that has been uh, that is in a good area, that has been rehabbed properly, that has um, a warranty that comes along with with that property, has a pre-screened tenant, you know, already in place, and you've got a company that is on board with you that did all of the work on it. They're invested into that into that with you, right? So. You know, yeah, you may give up. Um, you know, you may give up a little equity if everything goes right. I mean, if you're contracting out work and you get screwed over by a couple of contractors, well, then you're going to spend more than you would with the turnkey, which happens all anyway. the time. All the time, you're right? But you know, for me, my target, my best target audience, my biggest target audience for the homeboys is are people that have, you know, normal jobs. And then, what's normal mean? I mean, it could mean anything. You could be a school teacher. You could be a plumber. You could be, um, you know, a trash collector. It doesn't matter. You know, the p- people that have have a regular job outside of real estate that are looking to supplement um, their their income and their savings through real estate. And every single you know profession that I name could could be could be millionaires. So, with that said, a great way for people that That are working, let's just say 40 hours a week, they don't have the time to go do all of that. So, you know, I could name, you know, 10 to 15 legitimate turnkey companies across the country that I happen to know the owners of personally that I would recommend to people. And you want to make sure you get a, a, you know, a, a very reputable one that, you know, you're going to get a great property, you're going to get a great product. And most importantly, you're going to have all your time.
1: I think another giant part of that is you can invest anywhere at that point. So if you did want to get a a rental property and say you live in California, pretty much impossible, you know, with the market. So now someone in California can own a rental property in Indiana, a great market with great returns and everything, and they don't have to travel to fix it up. So say someone wanted to go the non-turnkey route, but they wanted to invest in a, a other market that's better than theirs. It's virtually impossible unless you're commuting, you know, to check on it all the time. So just a lot of pros.
0: So you get, you know, you you get, you know, basically any market in California, um, you know, Chicago, uh, Washington, D.C., you know, anywhere, you know, around uh, New York City, um, you know, Boston, um, you know, all all these areas. It's very challenging to get the numbers to work. In a positive cash flow situation in those areas. So yes, if you're living in one of those areas, there's many opportunities. You may think Indiana is exce- exceptionally boring, and why would anyone live there? Well, you know what? There's a lot of people living in Indiana, and there's great homes in great neighborhoods that make great investment you know investment properties. You know? Absolutely. I'll give you a great for example. You know, we have. Um, I think the first Domino's pizza franchisee in Northern California is a big customer of ours and he has you know quite a few homes you know with this you know of course he lives in lives in California but he's got properties um here in Indianapolis he's got properties with uh, another provider in Cincinnati he's got them in Houston Texas he's got some in, in Florida you know so he's not investing you know in his backyard he's investing all over the country you know turnkey and um and he's uh he's doing it for his children also and um man it's really powerful to you know he's come in here and brought uh, you know his accounting um, for all of his properties with him, and to see the position that you know he is creating for his kids, and then of course you get all kinds of people back like, oh, kids born with a silver spoon in their mouth and all this. What? Well, say whatever. Say whatever you want. There's nothing wrong with a man loving his loving his kids. Period. Wanting so, him to provide after. Correct.
1: Like, what's wrong with that? There's Why is that wrong so wrong?
0: That. People can create gener- generational wealth with real estate or their kids it's and it's and it doesn't have to be that difficult what else is there that does generate generational wealth like trust fund? i don't even well i mean you know you, you know you know in a trust i mean you can have different investment vehicles within within a trust so the trust could 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 hold your real estate holdings ah. could hold your different investments but to me there's nothing like you know real estate you know i mean you could you could create a stock account, um, you know, for for your kids. But guess what? You're not uh, you're not being able to leverage that stock account. Not at you're all. You're not able to go to a bank and say, "Hey, I want to borrow a hundred thousand dollars so I can First create stock. a stock account for my <laughs> yeah. kid." Can't get an FHA you know, on, a, so right. on a stock, You know, you yeah. can you can in in real estate. I mean, you're, there's you know other holdings as far as you know physical gold and 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 other things. But there's nothing quite like you know real estate and it's a real thing that you own it's a home you know that that, that you can you know touch and you know it's a real thing not just a piece of uh, paper or you know a transaction you know, on e trade yeah. or you know don't even get me started on crypto it would be a very short conversation i don't even <laughs> yeah. really know how to spell cryptocurrency <laughs> um, you know if i don't understand it i don't i don't like to i don't like to invest in it i just I don't know. I don't have much faith in it, but maybe, maybe one day I will look back and say, "Boy, I was really Wish stupid I <laughs> and missed the boat." And that happens, you know. There's been neighborhoods and real estate here within Indianapolis that people were buying in. I'm like, "Yeah, you're out of your mind," and then come to find out, uh, I say Fountain Square here. There's a there's a show on HGTV called Two uh, or it's called Good Bones, and the company's Two Chicks and a Hammer. They're here local. And they they work in Fountain Square exclusively. When people started doing that, I'm like, people are out of their minds. There's crack houses everywhere. <laughs> what do I know? What do I know? I mean, the place is beautiful now. It's been completely transformed. So with that that happens, but um, you know, good decisions, you know, aren't that difficult within real estate. You know, consult the right people. Um, you know, and really the best the best uh, prerequisite for anyone that you're going to work with. How long have you been in business? Right. You know, because I, I can tell you, in it was here within Indianapolis, people aren't in business. Um, it's a, still a small town. You are the 13th largest city in the country, but everyone here knows everybody. And if you go in doing business the wrong way, you're not in business for very long. Right. And this is kind of off topic, but not really. But
1: I think it's important that people know that it's not necessarily easy. There are a lot of sacrifices and risks and a lot of things you learn. But I think it goes back to the mindset thing that if you just, Keep a straight head, and you know that it will work out, and just anything that goes wrong is a learning thing. Like, there's really nothing that can happen that will, unless you're just, you know, really over-leveraged and
0: stuff like that. That's it, why we preach, you know, to be be conservative with it. Right. You know, don't leverage your assets to the hilt. Always keep a, you know, a strong equity position in them if possible, because then, God forbid, if anything happens or a situation happens within your family, you've got that room you know to to be able to pivot, but yes there 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 are um there are risks you know I was in um Evansville um Indiana, and in southern Indiana a few months ago, and thought, hey, I remember you know a tenant moved out of uh this house that Scotty and I own together, I'm like you know I've never seen it, I'm going to go over there and just take a look at it, <laughs> and you know I walk in and it is raining. Yeah, from the ceiling oh, in there and you know apparently you know a couple of kids got in there and vandalized it and tore it uh you know and tore it to shreds uh the basement was completely flooded all the way up to the floor of the of the first floor um you know and i tell you what it's funny because you know like 10 years ago 15 years ago like I would have been like freaking out and like devastated. Oh yeah. Instead I was in there taking pictures and kind of laughing. <laughs> taking and taking something, You selfies, know, <laughs> doing all these things in there, <laughs> you know why, you know, I've got insurance, you know, um on the property, which you know, you've got to do it right. If you're gonna do this, you've got to have property insurance on it. And, you know, I say to uh to all of our staff here, if it's out of your control, you know what can you do? Let it go. You know, I can't stop, you know, kids from going into a property and 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 becoming the wet bandits, you know, from home alone, there's nothing I can, there's nothing I can, no. nothing I can do. So no. I don't get caught up. I don't get caught up in that, you know. Or even if it's something that does cost me a lot of money, that situation won't because you know it's an insurance thing. But uh, you have know, talked about it on here before, you know, bad tenant situations where you know, if, I, mean, I have three or four a year, you know, where a tenant will will tear up one of my properties. And that there, there's no insurance, you know, for that. That's coming out of my pocket. Right. Um, I don't get. I don't get worked up over. it. Well, we we've had a lot of guests
1: on the show who are also investors, and I feel like there's been a handful of people that say when they first started out, something went wrong in the first few years where they, you know, almost was starting over, mm-hmm. it got upside down with something, or something went wrong, but they still. They tried again and then now they're where they're at. So I think there is a lot of risk involved, but you know, that makes sense because the reward is so great. Of Correct. course there's gonna be a lot of risk. It's everyone would be doing this if not.
0: If it were if it were the easiest thing in the history of the world, everybody'd be doing it. Exactly. You know? And it's just um with anything comes comes risk, but there's nothing quite like real estate. If you're willing to take the punches and keep moving forward the 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 gains are so immense and um life-changing um not only for you you know for like I've, i've said many times you know for in the beginning it was all for me you know i was living a very selfish um you know selfish life you know everything i did i wanted to do it for myself um you know but at some point you know i was i became an adult and it took me a lot longer than most people to become an adult. And I think that you, you laugh because I'm still like, like a child, <laughs> no, a lot of times. No. but, uh, <laughs> but you know, once I, once I did, you know, it, uh, it became more about my kids, about my family, about, um, you know, being able to, you know, I I'm in real estate full time. I wanted the freedom to be able to spend time with my kids. I had my kids late in life. I'm in my mid forties and I've got a four year old, you know, so, um, you know, it's it can be a great vehicle for providing a path to uh, to freedom. And you hear a lot of younger people talk about, oh, I, 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 you you work your they whole life to have you know ten, fifteen years of freedom. You know, I don't know. Find something you love. You never work a day in your life. That's what I say. There you go. You know, that's yep. what I say. Yeah. Well, anyhow, well, that's our show for today. I greatly appreciate having you on. I you're, love being you know, on your uh, show. We don't only work together, but we're buddies. Absolutely. And, um, you know, without having uh, Scotty here, you're you're a pretty seamless transition. So, <laughs> well, I appreciate so, that. So, so, we thank you. Thanks for you. saying that. So, that's our show. If you've made it this far, we'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really helps us to grow our podcasts and reach as many people as we can to help them understand the world of real estate investing. You can also find some short form content on TikTok. Our TikTok is at the Homeboys Podcast, where you can learn even more about the power of real estate. Till next time, homies. Happy investing.